Damascus is a small town with a big claim to fame. Seven nationally known trails, including the Appalachian Trail and the Virginia Creeper Trail, intersect within the town's borders. The Damascus lifestyle is adventurous and creative, yet laid back and well-paced. It's a place where you can be super active or where you can reconnect with nature, rejuvenate, and just find your inner peace. Damascus is also a gateway town to Mount Rogers, the highest point in the state of Virginia with a summit elevation of 5,729 feet, as well as nearby White Top Mountain and Grayson Highlands State Park. In this episode, I travel to Damascus and I sit down with Beatty Jackson. He's a town council member, a gear rep for several outdoor brands, and is a full-time Damascus resident. We talk about what makes this town so authentically special and how Damascus has found ways to turn their trails and other outdoor recreation resources into a source of local pride and community revitalization. We also talk about the biggest event of the year in Damascus, the Appalachian Trail Days Festival, known locally as Trail Days, where the local town celebrates the Appalachian Trail and the thru-hiker culture at a massive reunion of thru-hikers, past and present. Damascus is the type of place you have to experience, not just visit and leave. And each time I visit, the town reveals a little more of itself to me, and I leave with even more reasons to return. In many ways, this town totally embodies our tagline of wander far and explore local. You're listening to Exploration Local, a podcast designed to explore and celebrate the people and places that make the Blue Ridge and Southern Appalachian Mountains special and unique. My name is Mike Andrus, the host of Exploration Local. Join us on our journey to explore these mountains and discover how they fuel a spirit of adventure. We encourage you to wander far, but explore local. Let's go. Well, I'm excited to be here with Beatty Jackson. We are in Damascus, Virginia, and I think my first time I ever visited Damascus was about 15 years ago, believe it or not. So anytime I have a chance to come back here, um, I do that. And Beatty and I were talking, and um, my original thought was to do this remotely, and I said, nope, can't do it. I've got to get up here, and, and we'll talk about the reasons why, uh, and there are a lot to, to come to Damascus. But Beatty, thanks so much for hosting me here in your office that is literally littered and covered with gear because you are a town council member for Damascus, uh, but you also sell gear, outdoor gear for a living as well as you're, you're a rep for, for many brands. And so I just thank you for having me and welcome to the show, Beatty. Well, thanks for uh, showing up. Absolutely. That's half the battle is to show up. It is, right? And That's what so they say. I appreciate you making the trek over the mountains. Uh, welcome to our small town. Yeah. Uh, it doesn't get much. Well, it does get smaller than Damascus, but you don't call it a town when you do that. Yeah, because you're living at, what do you have, eight, 800 residents to live no, here? No, we're less than that now. We're less. probably in the 700 range Okay. now, um, but we still have that, that magic here. We still have the coolest little trail town in the world. That's right. And and speaking of that, you all refer to yourselves and other people refer to you as well as Trail Town USA, and you have a number of trails, seven trails, I think it is, that just sort of converge here and run through here, including the infamous Appalachian Trail. Obviously, we have the Virginia Creeper Trail. That was the reason I first came to Damascus. Um, but then you have some other trails that are that are a part of this area that makes you Trail Town USA as well, right? That's correct. We have the Daniel Boone Trail. We also have the Crooked Road Music Trail. And we're sitting on it right here, aren't yep. we? Yep. Crooked Road for the music. You know, we're not far from Carter Family Fold which is 
considered birthplace of country music. All right. Uh, truly the birthplace of country music, Bristol and uh, the Carter family fold. And then, of course, I mean, we have uh, the 76 Cross America Bike Path comes through here. That goes from Jamestown, Virginia, all the way to Astoria, Oregon. Mm. And so if you want to take a long ride on a bike. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Yeah, my, my, my bottom hurts already thinking about that one. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, we have several other trails, bike trails that come through. Uh, we have the Iron Mountain Trail, which is a single track bike trail here that is, everybody tells me I'm not a single track bike rider, uh, but they tell me it's, it's, it's fabulous and uh, starts on the mountain just right across the street. Okay. So we have a number of trails through here that, you know, more than just the, the two everybody knows, which is the Virginia Creeper and the Appalachian Trail. Yeah. And because of that, you draw so many people to this little town. And, and as we were talking earlier before we started recording, there is a magic to this town, and it's very hard to articulate. It's very hard to say why it's here. You had a great analogy about lightning in a bottle, but... Yeah, I think this is a place that, you know, as I mentioned before, I just, I'd rather do something here on site with you than, than try to do something remote. So it's an excuse to get up here. I think it's, it's interesting that people come here and, and they come here for a specific purpose. They're either hiking or biking or just renting a cabin or, or hanging out here. But once they come here, they want to come back. Hmm. And they, a lot of times people really don't know why they want to come back. There's something about our town that is just magical. And it's an incredible place. I mean, we're a town, call it 700 people-ish, and we don't even have a stoplight. Uh, which, there are not many communities that don't end up with a stoplight, and we don't have one. Wow. So for God's sakes, please don't move here, <laughs> because we'll end up with a stoplight. <laughs> You know, and, and I've been coming here, I came here first 20 years ago, and when I drove into town, from, from basically from Abingdon, I drove in town, and as soon as I hit the border of town, I said, I'm going to live here. Wow. And it took me 15 years to get here. Okay. But it is a town that just, if you listen, you'll hear it calling you. Wow, that's a good way to put it. Super exciting about this town. And um, yeah, we want you to all come and visit. We want you to come and see what... Try to find this this magic. Try to put your own lightning in your own bottle. Yeah. Uh, and take it home. I mean, there's something magical about here. I think it's... You know, it's, it, it's, it's, it's not like Mount Airy, North Carolina, where it's a small town and, and, and they're trying to recreate something that never really existed with the... Andy Griffin's show. That's not, we're totally authentic. Yeah, authentic and genuine, yeah. Totally authentically genuine. Yeah. Um, yeah, it's, and it's a, it's a great place, you know, to know your neighbors and to, to, um, to see the care and compassion that people have for each other here. That's awesome. And isn't it safe to say that really this town revolves around the natural assets that you have here? I mean, I know there's other things that people could do for a living and it's not all about in the outdoors, but is that fair to say that a lot of what drives the economy here is the outdoors or is there something different? No, absolutely. I think that, um, you know, we started years ago, um, and I say years, when the town was founded, they thought that there was iron in the mountains. Okay. So they were called the Iron Mountains, and so somebody thought there was iron here. And it was originally known as Mox Mill. And when they, you know, since they thought it was going to be iron, the, they changed the name to Damascus 
as Damascus steel, and they didn't find it here, and or find it where it was it was you know marketable. Um, so it has, and then it became a, a you know basically about timber, uh, harvesting the timber and dragging it out of the mountains, and then the town basically that went away. Then uh, the railroad was coming through town. And it stopped running in 77. Okay. And, you know, the town pretty much came to real close almost. It almost died. I came here again, like I say, in, in, in about 2001. And it was a sleepy little town. Not a lot going on. A couple of bike shops. And that was what was here. And the Virginia Creeper Trail started really driving that business. Um, probably it's safe to say, Mike, that the, the, the Virginia Creeper Trail really is the economic engine of our town because the Appalachian Trail maybe brings in three or 4,000 people a year as they pass through our town, whereas the Virginia Creeper brings in several hundred thousand people. So it's really truly the economic engine with a much longer life in the year for us. But we still are pretty much you know, marketing the outdoor resources we have uh, because there's just so much great hiking and camping to be done here. It's it's just totally amazing. Yeah, and we're going to talk a little bit about that uh, here in a minute. When you talked about this being a sleepy town, then they recognized the value of the natural assets around them. And obviously over the last, what, 22 years, 21 years, that has continued to increase to the point where, you know, you are today. You are serving on the town council, and yet you're still going through some, somewhat of a downtown revitalization. I know when I first came in today, I saw the sign for the first time. that, that, that actually, I mean, I've been reading about it, but then I saw the sign, and it said, you know, downtown revitalization project. And you have a couple of things that are going on around that. But from, you know, some streetscape to some parks to... Uh, right down on the river to the Appalachian Trail Center. What drove that? What drove, I mean, because you already have all these people coming in. So what's driving you to want to do some kind of a, a revitalization of the downtown? Because, and the reason I ask that question is because, you know, so, you mentioned Mount Erie and there's a lot of other towns that they're trying to reinvent themselves. So they're reinventing sort of that infrastructure around their town. And, and you kind of have a lot of that and people are already coming. So I wonder if you could speak to a little bit about what was so important for some some revitalization efforts here. Well, I think, I mean, obviously the revitalization started probably about seven, eight years ago with attracting the funding that needed to happen and the vision that needed to happen with that. And that was prior to me, uh, uh, my arrival here, uh, living full time, as well as you know, my, I've only been on council a year and a half now, okay. so I'm seeing it from that perspective. But what's driven that is the, the ability for us to attract about $2.5 million worth of, of outside funding. Uh, tourism has gotten to be a huge market for most every state now. Uh, outdoor is really, most states now have an outdoor recreation council or committee yeah, yeah. Or, or a business focus. Outdoor business is really, really huge. People would do well to, to look at that. Uh, we have natural beauty here that's not getting chewed up 
we're probably never going to, I shouldn't say never, I can't envision that we would ever have, quote, industry here that wasn't recreation-based. That if we were to attract uh, an outdoor manufacturer or something like that to create jobs here, that would be the kind of thing we would attract. I can't imagine that we would get uh, a plant uh, that making you know plastic furniture or something like that. I can't ever see that happening here. We've got great vision here of of the folks that are running the businesses, and you know they they're just really promoting the town. We've just gotten you know we just we're out looking for the money to to help promote ourselves too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we're always constantly on the hunt for money. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, our not every small town. Um, but where, where we really win is that we're 12 miles off of I-81. So it's, it's a fairly easy way into town, either, either direction. We're 12 miles to Mountain City, Tennessee. Uh, we're only actually two miles from Tennessee line uh, at this point right here where we're sitting. So there's, we, we just can draw from a huge area. Yeah. Um, on, a, on a Saturday, a lot of times the, um, – one of the shuttle companies will get me to drive for them. And so I won't, you know, I'm driving and having a conversation with people and asking them where they're all from. And it's amazing how many people are coming from three or four hours away. Charlotte in particular, uh, Greensboro, Winston-Salem, Knoxville. We're seeing huge numbers of folks coming from those areas who want to ride the Creeper Trail. Yeah, And the Creeper Trail is a great draw for us. Oh, it's it, it's an amazing experience. It's, it's a great resource. Yeah, uh, and experience is the right word. Yeah, if you slow down and enjoy it, you know. When I do the shuttles, everybody wants to know, like, how long is it going to take me to ride this? And my standard answer is that <laughs> if you're a 13 year old Boy Scout, about 20 minutes. That's right. Uh, if you're an old guy like me, probably about three hours. That's right. Uh, and it's 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 just that kind of easy ride. We're halfway of the, the Creeper Trail. We're literally, it's 34 miles end to end, and Damascus sits at about mile 17. So and we're right there in the middle of it. Uh, east of us, you go to White Top Mountain uh, Station. It's about 3,400 feet, I think, and you ride back to Damascus, which is right at 2,000 feet. So over 17 miles, you're going to lose about 14, 1,500 feet. Easy to say that you don't have to do a lot of pedaling. That's why I like this. Which section. is really good. You just got to stay upright. You know, that's the big thing there, um, and it, that's that's amazing. And then from from here, if you go west, it's you're actually going to be 17 miles of much more. There's actually a 100 feet difference between Abingdon, Virginia, and Damascus, Virginia, in elevation. So you've got over 17 miles. You're going to gain 100 feet okay. in elevation. And you can work you to death. Right. Um, and that, that section's really kind of, and they're totally different sections. Mm. Totally different sections. You know, you go, east of, you go east of Damascus, you're in the mountains. You go west of Damascus, you're in pasture and rolling, much more rolling hills, deep forest, which is kind of neat. Yeah. There's something for everybody on the Virginia Creeper Trail. And you know, something you said that's so true, uh, I, I never really timed it. But I do know that when we get to the end, I always in my mind say, I wish we would have stopped here a little bit more, you know, we're already at the end, even, even, you know, two and a half, three hours into it, you could, you could still spend a lot more time. So the last time we were here, we did, we just got down to the river, found a rock, 
found a boulder, let a little pour over, and just kind of hung out there for a while. So there's something for every single person there is. on the Virginia Creeper Trail. And the, the season for that is so long for us in that, you know, we'll start doing shuttles in easy in late March, early April, again, weather dependent, and then all the way up until almost Christmas. Wow. You know, again, weather dependent because you know the the, the fourteen hundred feet elevation difference between here and White Top Station, you can see you know snow and ice, you know That's up right. high. That's right. And and where it's nice and not so bad down here, so yeah. to say. Um, so that's one of those kind of that's one of those kind of things that that the Creeper Trail is just it's a treasure and it's easy. You know, everybody can ride this trail. It's not single track. It's not, it's well-maintained. It drains extremely well. So even, you know, if it's raining, uh, the trail's not real horribly muddy or slick, you know, and it's, it's, you know, you can't, you can't open the door in Charlotte and, and, or in Knoxville and go, oh, it's going to be freezing cold. I'm not going, or it's raining here because it may not be raining here. That's right. It's kind of, it's kind of a, it's kind of its own little climate here now the other thing we have running through here and that's what we want to spend a little bit more time talking about today is the appalachian trail and a lot of communities have the appalachian trail that come near it or or even quote unquote through it but it literally comes through downtown damascus you know there are only three the the reality is there are only three towns that the at actually goes into and the first one that you would come to would be hot springs north carolina yep and then from there then damascus virginia is the next one and that means the trail is literally in the town uh and then the last one is hanover new hampshire and then the trail runs close to quite a few um quite a few towns Uh, irwin it's about a mile mile and a half out of irwin tennessee which is not very far as for a hiker, right? But it's you know it's not running in town. And when we say we're Trail Town USA, I mean this Appalachian Trail runs right down our sidewalk on Laurel Avenue. Been that way for a long time, and so we you know a lot of towns will claim they're Trail Town, but we're the true Trail Town. There you go. We're the real <laughs> deal. And that's right. And we get mad about that, by the way. It's you know everybody else can claim they are Trail Town, but yeah. we. We're Trail Town USA. <laughs> well, let's talk about the 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 big event that you have coming up, and it kicks off um, the the event itself. Trail Days is May thirteenth through the fifteenth, and you all are celebrating all things Appalachian Trail. You have people that will come off the trail; they'll schedule a zero day here or a couple, maybe a zero days. But let's talk about that because that's literally the and all the Virginia Creeper Trail and everything else. But this is the biggest event that you all have in Damascus, right? It is the biggest event. I would also say it's probably the largest celebration of hiking anywhere. It's we've been doing this for multiple years. It is a celebration of hikers. We offer a lot of things geared to hikers. It used to be when uh, years ago that hikers would start in March, mid March, maybe first of April, and they would get to Damascus sometime around middle of May. We've been seeing hikers coming through here since February. So there'll be a lot of folks who have are so far north they won't come back, but there will be people who will hitchhike, who will rent cars, uh, hikers on the trail to come back for this event. Uh, we have, um, I think, 120 
vendors in the park. Wow. Uh, we have a beautiful park, and uh, so we'll have 120 vendors there. We have, starting on Thursday of next week, we open a campground for hikers, and at that campground we have uh, repair facilities for gear. We have churches doing a lot of uh, outreach in the fact that they have showers, they have medical a uh, lot of free food for the hikers. We really just celebrate the fact that the hikers are passing through. It is our it is our big event. We go from a town of about uh, call it 700 again. We go up to probably you know we've had as many as 20,000 people in our town. So, and these aren't necessarily people who are on the trail. But you get people that come back, right? As I we understand get it, coming back, sort of celebrating that they hiked last year, year before, five years ago, ten years ago, they come back to try to see if their their friends are here. Cool, because it's the, the the hiking of the trail. Yeah, every morning you get up and take a long walk, but the relationships that you're building with the friends that you make along the way are are I, I see it in town where there there are groups of folks who've just met, so to speak, in the last five hundred miles. And they're like a family. Mm. And so they come back looking, and we have a hiker parade on Saturday. And hiker parade, and they line up by the years that they hiked. Oh, cool. And generally we'll have somebody who, you know, we'll always have the oldest hiker coming back. And they'll uh, some of those guys are riding in cars now. <laughs> <laughs> That's all right. Because um, they don't want to take it. They don't want to put their boots on and take a long walk yeah. anymore. Yeah. But it's, it's a really incredible experience. And just the fun that goes on. We have music. Uh, like I said, we have food vendors. We have outdoor vendors. We have crafts and arts. We just, we just have folks you know, from everywhere. It is the event that our town sort of looks forward to every year. It's our biggest event. And everything else pales by comparison. Nobody's paid other than a few of, this, of, the, of the town staff. And our staff is small. So we have a um, we have those folks are paid, but everybody else is a volunteer. And they just celebrate it each year and every celebrate year. Celebrate it. Uh, this is this is going on, and we, we we missed one year because of COVID. Trail days that will attract people that don't necessarily haven't hiked or not hiking currently hiking the AT. Just people that come in and just want to be a part of that festival that just enjoy the yeah. A lot of the locals uh, say locals. A lot of the folks within you know. A number of miles will come in for the event because we do have music going in the park and they like to see what's here. The other thing that we that we find also too is it's a great educational event where people who are thinking about hiking can come here and sit in on, on the presentations that are going on, the, the films that we that are shown by hikers who've, who've filmed their, their trip. And it's, it's a great educational weekend. And I recommend when I'm talking to people in stores, across my territory that if you're thinking about hiking and, and you're going to do it next year, come to trail days and talk to physical hikers. That's smart. Because you're getting the real, you're getting the real word of how it is. It's not something that you, you know, watching some of the movies that were created about three or four years ago about the AT and hiking, it's a totally different game. You know, it, it really is different. It's, it's, I guess it's probably indescribable. This coming summer, you're going to have a really nice Appalachian Trail Center having their grand opening, what, in, in August? August. Okay. August 25th, I think, is the date that we set for that. And that's going, to, that's going to be wonderful. It's just taken so long. It was supposed to open last year. 
and we'd hope to have it open for trail days this year, but it's supply chain issues of getting the displays and getting the things that we need to get that going have just taken a lot longer. We will have programs on the lawn of that AT center. Okay. It's a town. We built this trail center and the town owns it, but we've partnered with the Appalachian trail conservancy and they're going to manage the facility. And it's going to be a lot more than just talking about the AT. We're going to, we're going to have a, they're going to have a, a, a set, um, a facility there that's going to be talking about trail maintenance. Oh, good. And how to maintain trails and education, as well as a place for them to start and work out of. And then it also is going to be about the local area, you know, about the other trails that are within a couple of hours, an hour of here, so that people can really come in here and, and get a lot more than just the AT. Okay, good. Yeah, so it's going to, it's going to be a really neat place for our town to be and it's a beautiful facility oh it's beautiful yeah absolutely yeah, it's absolutely gorgeous and um, so we're pretty excited about what's going to happen with that very nice and then the other thing that we, we that we haven't talked about is beaver dam jam okay on friday nights at the park and it's free music cool and you know we we, we get a lot of the local bands to come in so that they get exposure and we've had some last summer we had a couple of fabulous bands that you've never heard of and probably never seen anywhere else wow. but they were worth the price of admission which is free by the way very cool <laughs> can't beat it well so the, and there are a lot of places to camp around here too you've got grayson highlands it's not too very far away you got mount rogers it's not too far away in fact you, this is a gateway city to mount rogers it really is a gateway city to the mount rogers highland area and um and Talk about campgrounds. I mean, it doesn't get any nicer than Bear Tree, which is about eight miles from here up the mountain. And that is a beautiful campground, big lake there. Uh, and we have a lot of folks who will, you know, who are doing shuttles or riding the creeper trail will stay at Bear Tree. Okay. Um, and it's a forest service campground. So you have to make your reservations, but it's, the sites are, are big, and they're, they're, um, they've left a lot of foliage between the sites. Nice. So you don't feel like you're on top of somebody else, which is really nice. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Shenandoah, Skyline Drive is kind of that way, too, running through there. You have some of those beautiful campgrounds that uh, you feel like you have a little bit of buffer between you and you're not sharing space with your, your closest neighbor there. Well, we're only about an hour away from the Blue Ridge Parkway as well. That's beautiful. Which is really nice. And and that actually adds to, you can actually spend some time on the Blue Ridge Parkway and drop off and come down here and, and then catch the Blue Ridge Parkway south of us or north of us, which is really kind of nice. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's awesome. And then from uh, Boone, you're only, what, 40, 43 miles or so from, from Boone, too? So you have yeah. easy access coming in from the highlands up there, too. Yeah, no, there's, there's, and there's so much to do that you could, you probably could spend an easy week in the area and only ride the creeper trail once. Yeah, I believe that 100%. Yeah, I mean, there's so much to do here. And of course, I mean, like say with Bristol being probably 40 minutes from here, if you went to downtown Bristol and, you know, Bristol, Tennessee is probably 41 minutes from here. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Uh, but it, it's really, there's just so much to do here. 
I think it's 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 a place that people should put on their map to come and check out. And don't wait till the trail center opens to get here. It's it's just a great place. We obviously have on um, obviously we have tons of, of people renting cabins uh, here. We have hostels here. We have bed and breakfast places here. We truly are a great tourist mecca. Without um, question. Yeah, it's just a place that you, that you know, but you have to plan. Because we are, we have grown in popularity so much that you probably chances of you on a Wednesday saying, "Hey, we want to go to Damascus and spend the weekend." Finding a place here may not be that easy. So plan ahead. Now you know February, January, February. Yeah, not a problem. Come on, we'd love to have you here in the winter time. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> well, in the fall too. I mean, the fall has to be. And of course, you could always run your own shuttle in January, February, or off season. Well, I mean, we actually have one shuttle company here in town who runs. Year round, oh they good. Will run year round. They have staff year round. Oh, fantastic! Most of the other bike shuttle companies close down, but we have one here in town that um, is open year round. Yeah, and that's important for listeners to know too, because when you think of seventeen mile biking trip, um, you've already said it; it's downhill, so it's not as taxing as going uphill. <laughs> you might want to ride uphill. Yeah, 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 or you can ride from here up to White Top. You can run your own shuttles, but you also have all up and down this street here in this town. You have companies that will. Make it easy for you. Even if you don't have a bike, you just go. You can rent a bike. They'll yep. haul it up to you know to the top. They'll tow you as well and set you at the top, and you rip down or whatever you want to do. Yeah, it's it's definitely we have. I think we have six shuttle companies in town. That's awesome. I mean, I have. I mean, it's like did somebody else pop up this year? <laughs> I, I don't know. You know, it's it's like, uh, yeah, but it's it's great. You rent a bike, you get the shuttle to the top. And people kind of go, yeah, I can do this on my own. But you've got to realize that if you're bringing a family, that you've got about a two-hour shuttle. There and back. There and back. You got an hour, it's, It takes us 45 minutes to get to the top on average. And when the vans are empty and the drivers are running down, it takes about 10 minutes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> kind of that 13-year-old, that 13-year-old thing. Uh, but they, but. Yeah, and so the shuttle, you may balk a little bit because it, it's it's not dirt cheap, but it's not terribly expensive. Do the shuttle. But do the shuttle because you don't want your kids sitting there for an hour waiting on you. That's right. And if you have car trouble, because it is from Damascus up, it is uphill. It's uphill, and, and it's, it's windy. it's windy and yeah. twisty road. And um, So we highly recommend using the shuttle business that we have here. And unabashedly, I will, as a town council member, I will tell you that we will be more than happy to turn you upside down and shake you for loose change. <laughs> um, you know, we're like we're like Vegas, but we don't have slot machines. That's right. That's you right. Know, we want we want every coin in your pocket yeah. left here. Yeah, but those coins that leave your pocket lead to experiences of a lifetime. So, well, that's what that's we're the trade off. I mean, truly, I mean, we it's it's not just about a bike ride or a long walk in the woods. It is about creating memories. Yeah. And this day and age, you know, we world moves so fast. And this is a, a way to slow down and to spend time with your family, spend time with your friends, and, and breathe deep and, and, and get all of the essence of life that's here. Um, you know, I, one of my favorite experiences, and we don't do it, we haven't done it in a couple of years, but one of my favorite experiences is doing a night ride on the Creeper Trail. Oh, cool. Going to White Top and getting there about the time the sun's setting and riding down. And how you get immersed in the sights and the sound of a forest with just a light on your bike. 
it is pretty amazing. I hadn't even thought about that, baby. I mean, it's awesome. I mean, it's incredible. And and you know, one of the shuttle companies we did it a few times, but we mostly ended up doing it for staff. But it, that's incredible. The other thing that's really incredible is just the dark sky. You can find um, one of the best dark skies in this town is on a Bridge 17, which is right kind of behind us. Okay. And we, we have arch lights on there, but if you unplug the lights, you it's you got a sky that is absolutely beautiful. Wow, no light pollution, huh? No light. I mean, very little light pollution to be okay. inside of town. Yeah. You know, and if you're lucky, you might run into a bear. We do have bears in town. Um, and that is lucky. If you run into one, you're lucky. Just you're lucky. Be smart. Yeah. You know, uh, it, but it's it's this is just a great place to really have an experience. It's a place that that will you will you will feel the magic. It's here. It's a unique it's a unique situation in the fact that we are you know a, a, a very much a seasonal tourist town, um, and we're we don't have chain hotels here. Yeah, that's really and, evident. Yeah, we don't have chain non-commercial. Hotels. We, you know, we don't have. KOAs, we, we, pretty much it's, it's, you're dealing with the owner, which is really kind of neat. Mm. And even though you don't have that, the lodging, and for the type of person probably who is coming here, there's plenty of lodging that's, that, that's out there. Oh, there's tons. A and Airbnbs or... We have that on our website. There you go. On the town website where, you can get, where we, we put everybody on there. And we also put their events. If they give us their events, we will put them on the town website. So if, in particular, Seven Trails is having a karaoke night, we put that on our website so that you can find something to do here. Very nice. This is a town that is not open. I think that for the most part, it's safe to say that by nine o'clock, nine thirty, this town is pretty well shut down. You know, it's still we're very much a day use town, and so we with a lot of the restaurants and stuff. So that's one of the other thing you have to sort of plan. If you come here, you don't want to plan like, ooh, let's go to dinner after the kids go to bed. That doesn't work that way. Right. Not here. I just can't stress enough that this is such a, a wonderful town. It's a town where, again, it's just, it, it's just magic. And um, I don't know how to describe it. I truly don't. Mm. But it, you I know, can understand. It's, it's, and and we all, all the local residents, we, I mean, I may not know somebody's name, but I know their dog. <laughs> Especially with Sam, we, know, we have Sam Mr. here Stinky in the interview. Here on the floor. I mean, I, I know their dog. Yeah, you know, and and we know their schedules because we see them on the trails the same time we're walking. Yeah, um, it's kind of fun that way. It's kind of fun, you know. We 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 know each other that way. Well, there th- there's a lot to do. It all revolves around the outdoors, as you said, and so. Uh, for people who are just coming in for the day, they can just, they're leaving, they go for the day. But, you know, you use this as part of your vacation or part of your long weekend or part of whatever. And there's plenty of places to camp around here and still get your, your fix for, for that. So make your best camp meal, plan accordingly, come here, grab a meal if you can. And, and just recreate as you, uh, as you see fit here in Damascus, that's for sure. I mean, yesterday morning, I mean, I met this uh, couple on, they were in, in front of the coffee shop. And I had my dog, and we were walking. And so I stopped and just sort of asked people, you know, where are you from? Uh, and these folks were from, um, uh, my memory says that they were from northern New Jersey. Oh, wow. Cool. And so, and, and then they said to me, 
you know, we started our vacation here and then we went down and we, we kind of went down into Georgia and we're ending our vacation here and we're driving straight home tomorrow. Oh, wow. So it's kind of interesting that people will come here and they, they like it so much that they want to come back one more time on their journey before they go home. I mean, it's easy to understand why. Yeah, Once you've been here and you've experienced it and you know what you know, it's, you know, again, it's, I, I'm, I'm right there with that camp and probably everybody who visits here is very similar. They're looking for an opportunity to get back here. Well, it's, it's again, lightning in a bottle. And if you, if you want to experience something in, in a town today that you haven't felt in years, come to Damascus. Come to Damascus because this is the place that you will feel at home. You will feel welcome here. We want you here. And we want you to experience what we experience. The world, and sometimes you wake up and you feel like the world's gone crazy. Oh, yeah. And then you then you walk out your front door and you go, I'm so glad to live in Damascus. I, I just can't stress how magical this town is. And, you know, how much fun it is. Take a walk on the Appalachian Trail. You can do great day hikes from here. Go up to Backbone Rock. I mean, that's, that's if you haven't been to Backbone Rock, that's the craziest thing in the world. I mean, it literally is a kind of a, it looks like an arm, like a, like a wall of shale. Hmm. And they blasted a hole for the train to go through there years ago. And you can even see where the smokestack was for the train. And, it's four miles out of town on a little creek, and you can walk up to the top. And it, but it's just this really, I mean, just a little odd thing here. You know, it's it's fun just to go and 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 find out what's here. Yeah, yeah, and outside of here, like outside you're of here, and you can do a day hike here. You can, you know, you, you don't. It there's something for everybody at every age, and even for an hour. You're on the interstate, and you feel like that you need a break. Get off the interstate. It's 12 miles. Come into town. Slow down and sit, just enjoy what we have here. Yeah. Well, that's a, that's a great suggestion. Like I say, you can go up to Backbone Rock. You can, you can get on the AT, one end of the town or the other end of town, and you can just do a little walk. You know, Right now, I mean, two weeks ago, I went up on the Creeper Trail, uh, on the Abingdon side and went out to Alvarado Station and and then took a, about a mile and a half walk up with Sam and and it was amazing the field of trilliums. I've never oh. seen that many trilliums in all colors in one location ever. And then there was the Solomon Seal and there was the Jack in the Pulpits and it was in, in, incredible. And that same deal I saw deer, I saw rabbits and then I, then I saw an eagle. Oh, wow. Yeah, on the river. I mean, it was just like, this is so cool, you know. And and it was and that was just a couple of hours. Like like, like I went out like at six o'clock at night, into my day. It was just a great way to, to basically put my briefcase down and say, I'm done with work today. Good for and you. And then to find this field of trilliums right off the trail, it was huge. It's I mean to me, this place is just again. It's like you. It's like it's like you uncover it reveals itself. Oh, that's a really good way to put it. You know, it's, it's like you go looking for something and you go looking for what's magical in this town, you won't find it. But if you allow it to reveal itself to you, you'll find that magic that's in this town. Wow. And that's just by slowing down and being aware. Yeah. And just, just 
being open to uh, the experience of small town America. So well said, Beatty. I mean, I mean, that's to me is the thing is let the, let this town reveal itself to you. Let this region reveal itself to you, and and you will find a really cool place. Beatty, that is an absolute perfect way to wrap this up. This has been awesome, and I could sit here and have this conversation with you all day long. I know. Thanks so much, Beatty. Thank you. I first visited Damascus with my young family about 15 years ago. And every time I return, I find more reasons to fall in love with this town. On this trip, I got a chance to visit a part of the town I wasn't familiar with, which was the section of the Virginia Creeper Trail that cuts through town. In the past, we've always just stopped at Sundog Outfitter, but Beatty and I took the trail across town to grab a bite to eat at the Damascus Diner. I got a chance to take a walking tour of Damascus with Beatty, which is truly the proper way to explore this town. I also had a chance to visit with the town staff, meet store owners, tour the soon-to-be-opened Damascus Trail Center, and experience pieces of the downtown revitalization plan designed by our friends at Destination by Design, including signage, storefront facade improvements, and the beauty and recently completed River Points Park. We completed our loop back to the shop, touring through the quiet inner streets and crossing over Laurel Creek. If you've never visited Damascus or ridden the Virginia Creeper Trail, you're definitely missing out. you got to plan a trip soon. If it's been a few years since you've been there, you'll definitely love the revitalization and improvements that are underway. And you'll love the Damascus Trail Center, home of the Appalachian Trail Conservancy. I hope you enjoyed this episode. If you did, would you mind leaving us a review? It really does help us to reach more people. And don't forget to subscribe if you're interested in staying up to date when new episodes release. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram and email me at Mike at explorationlocal.com if you ever have an idea for a future episode. Well, that's going to do it for this episode. As always, I encourage you to wander far, but explore local.